Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Everyone, morning, Glenn. Been a while. Uh, hope everyone's, everyone's doing fantastic. Dora Maria, Jan, TM, Justin, Renee, Kate, Liza, and the other, the other members of the Mod Squad. 
Um, great, great to be here. I'm back in Hungary. I was in London. Um, and, and of course, I'm headed to Peru in two weeks as well. So just a short stop here at home, if you can call it that home. Where's home anyway? So <laughs> talk about that in a minute. Um, TM, as always, uh, it's a great lead in. I love, um, you know, most of you know, I don't plan my sessions very often or my segments very often. I listen to what TM says and I just add to that according to what my experience and my operating system tells me. So a few things that TM spoke about was change, spoke about programming from childhood, character counts, um, and uh, what Patty said last really, uh, really uh, fits in with what I'm about to say too, is there's no need to justify or defend your words at all when you're coming from a place of, a place of integrity. Let's talk about change first of all, um, and the programming from childhood. Of course, everyone knows that if you talk to any psychologist, if you go to any psychologist, any therapist, the first question they ask you is, tell me about your mother, tell me about your father, right? And when I was getting um, my first treatments for PTSD, I went in there saying, look, I was in a war and uh, you know, I'm like pissed off and upset and all these kind of things. And they would say, well, tell me about your mother. I'd be like, what are you talking about? I just told you I went to war. My mother wasn't in Iraq with me. You know, I was like really against it. And there's reasons for that. But before we get into that, I want to introduce myself. I mean, my name is Stephen Cohen. I'm the author of Unleash Your Humble Alpha, um, uh, which is a book that uh, my, my co-author Lane Ballone and I wrote, uh, and it came out. It's now a university uh, curriculum course in, in various uh, universities, including up and coming here soon, Harvard and Stanford, uh, which is, um, you know, blows my mind because I'm the farthest thing from an academic you could imagine. And um, that book has then led us to um, our Humble Alpha Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program, the link of which you see at the very top. And that, what we do in that Paradigm Upgrade Program is we help you do exactly uh, and clear out exactly what uh, TM was talking about, among other things. And that is, first of all, your childhood programming must not define you, does not define you, does not have to define you, right? When we talk about change, uh, I'm, I'm a really, uh, really touchy about change because I think you're perfect as you are. I think we're all perfect as we are. Are we, are we perfect in our deployment? Are we perfect in our articulation? Are we perfect in our organization? No, of course we're not. But we, as humans, as people, children of God, we are perfect, right? So when we take that point and say, from here I can build, I don't have to change. I, I, I can adapt. I can improvise, I can overcome, but I don't have to change who I am. I don't want to change who I am. I like who I am. If you don't like who you are, you got to do that first before you can change. Because if you change before you like yourself, you're going to be not liking yourself even more because you never started from a foundation. And that foundation is what we call the operating system. And the operating system that we teach and Unleash Your Humble Alpha and Humble Alpha Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program is the articulation of your core values and principles in which you live and operate and deploy your genius in the world around you. Character comes from morals and principles. Your character is fed through something. Character is an, is a, is, is an output. Character is a, is a result, right? And that's based on your core values. Most of you know, hit honesty, integrity, and transparency. I'll rab rabble through that real quick for those who don't know. Honesty with yourself while you do say and think like you do. Transparency is how you step into the world with that honesty and it's your ongoing reputation. Byproduct is integrity. Integrity is doing what you say you're going to do, not doing what you say you're not going to do, 
And then if you screw up, apologize, make it better and fix it. That's pretty much the entire hit, right? There's a whole chapter about hit in the book. And this is where I want to talk about what <clears throat> TM talked about, about the character. There was a saying that when, when I was in the corporate world uh, as a contractor, we hire on character, not on skill. Skill can be taught, character can't. But I, you know, I do believe that character can be honed. I do believe that uh, character can only be honed if you're willing to do the work yourself. And myself coming from a military background, well, first of all, a, a, you know, the classic American nightmare childhood to the, to the military, to pushing everything on the outside to prove myself to, you, you know, going climbing to the highest corporate ladder in, in, in a matter of months from zero uh, and then crashing and burning heavily. Why? Because everything I was building was based on the outside, based on other people's opinions, based on other people's thoughts, me justifying my presence or my wages or my salary or my businesses through more and more and more and more output. When all it was doing was it was abandoning who I was. I was abandoning my true core, Stephen. And it's something that uh, I, you know, sort of go through to this day. Um, there's a lot of times in my life where I gain clarity and then that clarity fades after a while because you get back in the rat race and then you, you come to another um, sticking point and then you get that clarity again and it's a process. It never ends and let's hope it never ends. You know, I, I'm a true believer. We learn and teach until the day we uh, pass. And then even then we probably keep learning and teaching. I can't tell you because I can't remember my last life, <laughs> but if you believe in that, which I somehow do, because I think energy never dies. Energy can't die. So we, we must be something from before and we must be something after. So, um, you know, the, the childhood programming, there's a thing that, um, as most of you know, my wife and I separated about six months ago. And there's a program that I went through with a coach. And we talk about your childhood and how that childhood affects your now especially in a relationship, especially because you're mirroring your mother or your father or things like that. Uh, the point is you can't or you shouldn't or you shan't allow yourself to believe that it has to be like that, right? Again, you don't need to change it. You just need to adapt. You just need to let go of the things that you think that you already have in, in, intrinsic in you. And once you start thinking like this, you're going to catch yourself and others all the time programming themselves to stay as they are right um someone told me today i said yeah i don't have luck i've never been in love god didn't give me that and i said no you didn't accept it you didn't you weren't open for it otherwise it would have come um but you heard her words right i've never had that god didn't give me that isn't that her telling herself that she'll never get it of course it is the words that we have in our head, the things, the thoughts that we have, the self-dialogue that we have, programs our whole day, our whole life. So every word that we say to ourselves, it's key that it's positive and it's affirmative, but it's also in the present and um, um, building upon the present. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of schools of thought out there about how to manifest and how to create your own reality, how to dictate your own reality. I'll leave that up to you. You can choose whatever you want. But I know the best way that I have to achieve things in my life. And if I don't want to rattle something off here now, just so you get some context. So in my life, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I was a knucklehead. I didn't like myself. I hated myself. Uh, went to the Army. 
uh, tried everything I could to make that happen. I got out of the army. I mean, I was successful. I went to war, uh, got back from Iraq, stayed in Europe, got out, uh, worked for uh, you know different companies, um, local companies there. Then I opened up three cocktail bars. Then I opened a, then I opened a nightclub. Then I worked for Mick Jagger. Then I worked for Olivia Newton-John, Andrea Bocelli, the European Parliament. Spoke at different parliaments. Um, traveled the world. Was on TV. Produced films. Uh, acted. Uh, all all this crazy was on, on MTV as a guest VJ in Europe. Uh, just crazy, crazy stuff. And the only way that I could do all of that stuff was by letting go of who I thought I had to be or who told me, those who told me that I had to be this way or that way. And if I would, you know, model my childhood, I wouldn't have done any of those things. Now, did I make much out of those things? No, I didn't. Well, that's probably based on my childhood too, because we were always moving every two or three years, right? So I don't stick around very long, right? And uh, over the years, I've seen that that's, that's part of me. So this self um, and, 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 you know, analyzing constantly is a way for me to build upon my operating system. But the operating system must be known. The only way you know your operating system is to know your core values and principles in which you live and operate by. And if I can tell you that that's a foundation that will make you more powerful than anyone can imagine, then you're probably going to ask yourself, well, how do I find my operating system? Well, one, you can read the book, Unleash Your Humble Alpha. It's five chapters, five sections, and five, it's five stories, five lessons from those stories, and five sets of action steps of exactly what you need to do, not need to do, can do, in order to unleash your own version of your own Humble Alpha operating system. We're not going to tell you how to do it, we tell you what to do. So it's a, it's a what-to book, not a how-to book. And I can tell you that it's changed my life since I've written this book because I had the opportunity to sit down and articulate my operating system and then teach it. And if you heard me just go through HIT just now, then you can see by the way I rattled that out, I've done that a million times. Repetition is the mother of all learning, right? And so if you want to get better, if you want to adapt, if you want to uh, become something that you aren't yet. It's about repetition, in my opinion. Repetition. And that's why Glenn, with his five in the morning, uh, you know, the five things you do in the morning every day, every day with Rise and Grind, is such an important factor that most people just look at as, oh, it's just another routine. No, repetition is the mother of all learning. That's why you go to football practice. That's why you go to baseball, back, whatever, whatever practice you do. That's what repetition is. It's the mother. Right. So a morning routine to set up your day is super key, just like uh, I just said with with Glenn. So there's a uh, Jesus, you know, there I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking, OK, all the stuff that we talked about this morning, character and change and programming and childhood and the chaos kids, chaos kids are kids who grew up in uh, chaotic families. And um, if you look at most um, uber successful people, most of them came from broken families. And there's a reason for that because they're striving for attention from the outside. They're striving to prove themselves all the time. So that, that never stops through their life. And I'm, I can probably say that I, that was probably part of my life too, which is why I did what I did. Right? So let's go to the no need to justify or defend your words. You know, when I sit here and talk, I can say whatever I feel is true from my heart. And the reason I can say that is because it's coming from a place of integrity and love. And so when I talk, it's just me talking from a place of pureness. Uh, there's no attitude behind it that says, 
this is my way of thinking and you got to follow it or whatever. It's just, this is, these are my thoughts. Take them as you wish, use them to your best advantage. If not, we're fine. And that, 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 that through that, I have to let go. I have to let go of the preconceived notions of who I am. There's a book, letting go David R. Hawkins, look it up, letting go David R. Hawkins, very, 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 very good. Uh, and powerful book, listen to it, I don't know how many times, 20, 30 times over the last years. Mm. Something that ever, I would suggest everyone to look at. Um, an, an, another book that I've, I've, along those lines that I've uh, suggested before is The Inside Out Revolution by Michael Neal, audio book, about three and a half hours, you put it on 1.5, you're done. It's a deprogramming of who you think you had to be. And what this does is it creates space it creates space in life, it creates space in your mind. And it creates the, the opportunities, uh, or it allows you to see the opportunities that are being created in front of you. So you can receive that. And, you know, today, the, 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 the title of the room is examining your, examining your body, your mind, your soul and your heart. Everyone knows I train. If you look at my Instagram um, profile, you see that I train. I'm in good shape, 55 years old. And I'm, I'm pretty ripped. It wasn't always like that, but that's where I am now. Because I realized when I look back at my life, the most successful times in my life is when I was the fittest. So if my success follows my fitness, then why wouldn't I try to be fit all the time? Well, I try. I don't always make it, you know, put on a few pounds this time, getting ready to get, getting ready to rip down a little bit to go to Peru so I could, uh, you know, be out there in the sun and be happy. <laughs> um, but the body does uh, dictate a lot of what we see in the mirror, like, TM said. So when I look in the mirror, or you look in the mirror, and you're not happy with what you have, or I'm not happy with what I have, how does that affect the rest of your day? How does it affect your motivation, your inspiration? Right? So if you look in the mirror, and you go, damn, I look good, or wow, I'm looking to get better, or wow, I'm getting there, you're automatically more motivated. So for me, that's one of the main reasons why the body is so important, because whether we want to believe it or not, if we're not happy when we look in the mirror, that's going to affect the rest of your day, your mindset and everything else you do, your output and your, your, even your relationships, right? Then we switch to your mind and your mind, of course, the mind's a funny thing. It analyzes everything, thinks about everything, you know, projects into the future. Uh, and most of the time we're stuck in the trauma of the past or we're paralyzed by the anxiety of the future. That's all in our mind. It's not even real. That's, that's, that's the thing that I try to remember is, the mind is creating things that aren't real. The past is gone. You can't change it. Future isn't here yet. You can change that if you want. Right? And then you have your soul and your heart. Well, your soul, it's funny because I, I saw in memories on Facebook today, one year ago today, I did the Rise and Grind show for, for Glenn. And maybe it was two years ago. No, it was one year ago because it was on Clubhouse as well. And it was the soul flame, right? What's your soul flame? And it says that the soul is covered with soot and that, I was saying that the soul is covered with soot, and in order to have that burning in your soul, you got to find something that is a wick, and you got to find something that is the oil for that wick to keep that flame burning, to burn off all of the soot, and to keep it glowing. And I thought that was such a great thing. And here I come into the room today and it says, your soul. So what is it that you're burning for? What's the oil for your wick to keep that flame alive? What is it? You know, do you know what it is? Do you know what your operating system is? Do you know why you operate? Do you know why you do what you do? Most people don't. And I'm, and I'm sorry to say that most people don't and they never will because they don't take the time to actually sit down and, and articulate their operating system and what it is that they really want in life. And I don't mean things. I mean in life. 
what do you want in life? You know, I want happiness. I want serenity. I want financial freedom. I want geographic freedom. I want peace. You know, all these things. Well, what does that look like? How do you gain those things? By getting a job and, rate, and making money? By going out and, you know, and, and busting your butt every single day, 10, 12 hours a day, trying to make money. So you want, once you make that money, you can do what you wanted to do. No, never going to happen. Never going to happen. You might get something, some here or the other, but it's not going to happen. Then you have your heart, right? And for me, the heart is probably the most powerful thing that we have. Uh, but it's so undervalued and so laissez-faire brushed off when it talks to us. The heart talks to us. The mind's like, oh, come on. Be serious. Oh, come on. You got to stay with, uh, uh, you know, away from emotions. I know Liza and Glenn and a bunch of others in here are in the, in the car factory, in the, in the car business. Very successful at that. And it was one thing that I learned when my stepdad was a car dealer in Pennsylvania. Uh, he said, you want to put the people in the car. You want to get them feeling the leather, hearing the stereo and smelling that new car smell because that'll trigger the emotions. People don't, people don't make decisions on buying. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Through logic, they make decisions on buying through emotion. Uh, at least that's what I was taught back in the day. And so the emotion is very, very powerful. The heart is very, very powerful when we want something, right? But when we want to achieve something, how do you turn that heart into a powerful, powerful force that helps you get what you want? Well, there's a book I'm reading and I've been reading and listening to and all kinds of things. And it's from by Vadim Zeland. And he says that true harmony and true um, glow comes through the alignment of the heart and the mind. And what that means is the heart does not think and the mind does not feel. So in order to have alignment in life, they have to come together so you can think and feel at the same time. It's sort of like when you're in love for the first time or the second time, whatever, the first time you meet somebody, you feel really, really in love. The world sort of sorts itself out, doesn't it? You don't even have to worry about things like, ah, eh, that's okay. Something happens, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Why? Because you're aligned. Your heart and your mind are aligned. You're in love. You feel like you're in love. You think you're in love. So everything's aligned and the world just is a beautiful place to be. Then when you're not aligned, you're putting too much importance on something. You need something. You, something has to happen. Otherwise this, that, or the other, I need to pay this month or it's not, you know, I need, need to get money this month to pay the rent or I'm not gonna be able to live. And you're, you're, you're completely out of whack with your mind and your heart. There's times when I needed money badly and I always said, Okay, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. As soon as I let go of trying, I said, "You know what? If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Whatever. It, it'll work out. It always does." Boom, like that. And the money came. And it was more than once or twice in my life. It was about, you know, for like ten years. It was probably every two months, <laughs> you know, because I was blowing money like nobody's business. It was also a lesson. So all these things that I'm talking about is about you finding out who you really are and, and be, becoming that person that you're supposed to be. And I know we talk about this a lot in here and there's a lot of schools of thought, like I said, about all this, but can you do it on your own? You know, can you do this on your own? 
You know, last week I spoke in London at two different events. One was a mergers and acquisitions event. And it was three days, about 10 presentations a day. And everyone in there spoke about deal structure, deal flow, lead generation. And I went up there and I'm talking about what I'm talking about right now. And guess who had the most popular talk? Yeah, me. Why? Because I was talking an alignment of the heart and the mind. What do you really want in life? Why do you want it? What's it feel like when you want that? Right? People are starving for meaning in life. People are starving for purpose in life. And you have the opportunity to ask for help to get there. You have the opportunity to read a book to get there. But you got to implement, right? You got to let go of what you think you need to do. You got to let go of what others told you to do. You got to let go of what the whole world and everything that we say. I mean, every word that I hear, I'm analyzing it, right? So when someone says to me, change, I'm like, no, no. Perfect as you are, bro. Perfect as you are, sis. Adapt what it is that you're doing. Look at your mindset. Look at what you believe. Let go of those beliefs. Let go of the non-beliefs. Let go of everything. And allow yourself to stand there in an open field and look around to see what's coming at you and receive that. There's a saying out there that says, if, if you want something really bad, give it to someone else and you'll get it. Right? That's letting go, isn't it? <laughs> like, wait a second. If I want something and I got to give it to somebody first and I don't have it, how's that going to happen? Well, yeah, that's the whole point, isn't it? Chicken for the egg. But when you let go of the preconceived notion that I must have it in order to give it, then somehow it works out. That's the alignment I'm talking about. So all of this stuff, you can't do alone. There's not a, there's not a self-made man or woman on this planet. Not one. Someone helped them sometime, somewhere. If you think about it, it was their parents, their aunts, their uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers, first grade teacher, third grade teacher, 12th grade teacher, college professor, friends, family, whoever it is, books, courses, back in, back in my day, cassette tapes, or even back before that, eight track tapes, right? We don't do it alone. So let me ask you why so many people are out there trying to do it alone, fighting to get somewhere on their own, when all you need to do is ask for help. There's, there's programs out there for everyone, for every budget. The second thing I was, the second organization I was speaking at in London was fantastic. It was called the High Net Network. And um, it was about 80 people in the room. They actually set up that event just because I was coming to town and 80 people showed up. Uh, and they paid a little bit to get there. And uh, I was speaking to them. The most of them are real estate investors or real estate um, brokers or um, portfolio owners. And most of them are in the same place. They're like, well, we've reached a point. We're pretty successful. We know where we are. Um, but we're not there where we have all that access capital and we have access time. We're working too much and we don't have enough capital to not work. And it's a reoccurring theme, whether you're working a job for 12 bucks an hour, or you're, you know, you have a company that does 12 million a year, you're sort of in the same place if you're not aligned and you don't know your operating system. Say when you get rich, it gets easier. Well, you just have bigger problems. You get the same problem, they're just bigger, that's all. Uh, you think you have tax problems now, own three companies in, th in, in, three, in three countries. <laughs> Good luck. That's what I do every year, it kills me. 
You know, I have to have three different tax advisors who come together and then I give it to one guy who does all three and puts it together and then files it in America because as most of you may know, as long as you have the blue passport from America, you are going to file taxes for the rest of your life, whether you live there or not. I haven't, I haven't lived there in over 30 years. I'm still filing taxes in America. So all these, all these things. So I was sitting there talking to both of those groups. And what happened was, is as you know, above, you see the link, Unleash Your Humble Alpha, Humble Alpha Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program. Myself and Lane and our trainer, Ollie, um, who's from the UK, we have a program where you join us and we help you and guide you beside you every step of the way through the process of unleashing your own version of your operating system while clearing out blockages and finding a path to the greatest version of yourself in your business, increasing revenue and reducing the amount of work that you do. Ollie does the body part. That's one program. Then we have the other program without Ollie. That's just Lane and myself doing what we did minus the body part. And we've never done anything uh, like, like what we're going to do now, what we're doing now is that instead of doing one-on-ones, because most people unfortunately can't afford that. Um, so we're very um, self, uh, let's say self-filtering because of the price that we charge. Uh, but there were so many people that wanted our help that we decided to do a group program. And the group program is the same exact thing. It's 12 hours. It's once a week. 12 weeks and in between you have whatsapp communication with us and we have i think five people so far from the uk coming to join us and i'm making the offer for you right now if you're interested go click on the link unleash your humble alpha humble alpha paradigm upgrade advisory program to join our 12-week program and get in the mix with some brits look you know the and, and see what what they're doing on the other side of the pond and the brits getting in with the americans and the australians and whoever else is getting there uh, joining us, uh, because in the end, a group dynamic is where, where the real power lies. We can do one-on-one, and we've done, we've done very, very good things, very, very powerful things with our one-on-one programs. But if you want real, real dynamic, and you want, you know, a cost of about 80% lower than it would be with a one-on-one, then that's where you want to go. You know, our last, um, we, we, did a, we did a pilot group with these, uh, with that group before as well, with HNN. Five people joined, one from America, four from the UK. And the results are just stunning. Not only are they stunning in each person's person's life, but they are now collaborating. They have joint ventures and they're working together and they become really, really good friends. Matter of fact, when I was in London, I met with all of them, all of my clients um, in, at lunch. It was fantastic. And that's because when you go into these programs and you're asking for help, you're vulnerable. People are there saying, look, man, I feel exactly like you do. How did you do that? Oh man, I remember when I did this, oh, I wanted to... And that's what these, that's why these group sessions are so, so powerful. Now I'm not making a pitch here, but I want to tell you this right now. I mean, you can join or not join. It doesn't matter to me, right? I mean, I would love to have you. It's great. The, the more people we can touch, the better, but here's the deal. If you don't step up, it's not going to step to you. If you don't ask for help, no one's going to come help you. That was one of my biggest things in my life before I started asking for help. I was one time, I had this buddy, he was the, the, the highest minister in the, in the foreign ministry in Germany, really good friend of mine. And uh, one day he says, man, I finally, I finally found somebody. I was looking for six months to hire somebody as my, you know, as my right hand. I was like, dude, what about me? He's like, oh, you don't need a job. Look at you. You know? And so I'm like, damn, do I, do I exude that, that I can't even get offers? So I had to change my tune and start asking for help. As soon as I need help, boom, I'm asking. I joined groups. I joined coaching programs. I, you name it, I did it. And it, it's, it, 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 it propelled me into amazingness, into amazingness. And then this past year, 
uh, when I split with my wife, I did the same thing, but I dove into personal development even more in the relationship with myself phase. And now I'm more powerful than I've ever been. And we take that into the Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program, and man, the results are stunning. So before I beat a dead horse here, I would highly, highly appreciate if you would take a look at the description of the program at the link above. And if you're interested, drop me a line. Like I said, it's like 80% cheaper than if we do a one-on-one. You get to work with people from all over the world. And you're going to get results, period. There's a guy who just called now. He said, hey, if I joined, would you help me close the deals um, when I buy this company or I want to acquire companies? Would you help me close the deals? I'm like, of course I will. Like, this isn't just coaching, hey, one-on-one, and here's five steps. We meet you where you are. We take you where you want to go. And we help you along the way. And you have access to our entire network, which is ridiculous. Right, and we can help you get to the, to the point where you want to be. Whether it's scaling a business, growing a business, selling a business, exiting a business, acquiring new businesses, finding out what your true purpose is, finding out what your operating system is. How do you crush it in life every day and actually have time to be with yourself and your family and still make a lot of money? What are the things that you need to do to do that? That's what we do. So, join a program. Just check it out. Right. I, I I've never done this before in this room. I've been here a year and a half. I've I've never sold on stage here. But. The results that we're getting and the people that we're attracting just because we are who we are uh, as a group is, is incredible. And I, 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 you know, I count all of you as family. Been here for a year and a half or even more now, I guess. It, yeah, I guess it is. Since the very first day Glenn opened this room, I've been here. Very first day. And uh, it's something that I'm quite uh, used to now, and it's part of my life. Like I said, routines are important. Anyway, so to recap, change. You don't have to change who you are. Just, uh, it, you know, just just adapt what you're doing and look at why you believe what you believe and let go of all that stuff, right? Uh, you know, belief leaves room for um, doubt, by the way, you know? So it's about certainty, as you know, always know. Certainty allows you to uh, do whatever you want, not knowing how. Just do out, go out and do it, just like I did, right? We also talked about programming from childhood does not have to define us. Once we realize uh, that it is there, then we can work on that. And character counts. And what's that based on? Character is based on your core operating system. In other words, your, your principles and your values, right? And then, of course, we talked about what Patricia said. No need to justify or you know, defend your words in any way, shape, or form when you're coming from a place of integrity, pureness, and love, which I, I'm sure most of us do anyway. When you're not coming from that place, you're, if you're operating by hit, automatically alarm bells go off. And you're like, okay, I'm not operating by hit right now. I'm not being honest, or I'm not disclosing information, or withholding information. Um, I need to get, I need to go all in. And so, these are the kind of things that we talk about in the, in the Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program. Join us. So, as you know, every time I do my my, my segment, I do a half an hour dialogue, and I do a half an hour Q and A. Right. So, Q and A takes form many different ways. One is. First of all, we talk about what we just talked about, a few comments here, there, and, and, and people have questions. And then if you have an issue, a problem, whether it's business or personal, uh, you come on stage or, you, or you're already on stage and you say what your issue is and I find a solution for you one way or the other. How do I do that? I grasp, I, I uh, let go of anything that I think I know and allow the ideas to come through the alternative space, which is a space between you and I, which God fills. That alternative space has all the answers that we ever need. All right. So that being said, it's 12.02 my time or 6.02 a.m. your time on the East Coast. And and Jan, I'm not even sure. It's probably 1800 your time. I don't know. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Good. (laughs) 
And uh, see, I have no idea what, what the time difference was, but I grasped into the alternative space and boom, I nailed it, 1802. All right, so, and there's no, there's no, there's no such thing as coincidence. We make it happen or we don't make it happen. All right, so starting off, who has any comments about what we talked about just now? I would love to hear from you. Just go ahead and shout out. Go ahead, Jan. What do you got? Right. Thank you so much for that segment. And I'm very impressed with the 1802 accuracy. <laughs> um, <laughs> my question is quite a, you know, a, a bit of a quirky one. So basically, you know, in some cultures, um, you know, in some parts of the world, but, you know, when people meet you on top of asking about, you know, your education, your job, where you live, which are kind of, you know, things you can build for yourself, right? You know, to some extent in life. And, um, but people also ask you on top of all of those questions, um, which are blunt enough and are very hard to yeah. get used to, you know, as expats, I guess, you know, first moving to especially Asia. So on top of all of those, people also ask about your family structure when you grow up and also, you know, your blood type, you name it, you know, all, all of these questions are kind of, uh, you know, what they, what they ask to, to, to form an opinion about you, which is uh, very frustrating to many and also very unfair because you know those are not something that you can change um, you know later on in life so um, when you say letting go of who people expect you to be uh, I was wondering what kind of tips you can give to people living on this this kind of uh, stereotyping yeah. judgmental pressure figure you would be the best person to ask about this thanks John I love you man this is um, I don't just love your voice I love your voice anyway it's be best voice on clubhouse in my opinion I love the question because when someone's asked you those kind of questions, it's because they, they want to tell you, right? They want to tell you what they're asking you. So you just flip it around and say, well, what, what about you? What about your, what, what about your family? Where do you, where do you come from? You know, obviously you're a powerful person. So what do you got? They're going to tell you whatever you want. The best conversationalist is one who listens and, and, and asks questions. It's not the person that talks. You know, you can, you can ask me all kinds of questions in person and I will, I will help you when it comes on the business side, when it comes to the personal side, um, I will talk on stage, but in person, um, in, in like some networking event, if they ask me where, where my family structure is and things like that, I'd be like, well, you know, that's an interesting question. Why, why don't you start with that one? Right. Um, as far as judgment goes, again, when you come from a place of integrity, when you come from your core values and your, your operating system, they can say whatever they want, do whatever they want. If I don't answer, I don't answer. Right. If, if, if somebody asks me a question that I'm uncomfortable with, I'm like, Hey, I'm uncomfortable with that question. I don't think that has anything to do with what we're talking about. Uh, and then I'll ask them a question. So, um, you know, there's a thing I learned in Germany when I was, when I was you know, dating one of the duchesses. And, um, when we went out, people would give me their business card and it would be their name. And that was it. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Right. Some of them would have an email, maybe some of them would have, you know, whatever, an address. But none of them had telephone numbers. I'm like, what the heck is this? She goes, yeah, this is so they can formally introduce themselves, but you only get the telephone number if they actually want to talk to you, right? So I was like, oh, interesting. And then when you do talk to them, you never discuss politics, religion, personal life. It's just, you know, common knowledge that you just don't do that. So as an expat coming from America, we, you know, in America, we go, hey, I'm Stephen. I earn this much. I have this house. I have these kids. I have, you know, we tell them our whole life story. Americans are famous for that. And we tell our whole life story when we first meet somebody. And they're like, damn, I just asked how you're doing. You know? <laughs> so, um, Jan, to put it directly, anyone asking those questions want to tell you about what they're asking about. So just let them talk. Just let them talk. And you stay in your zone of genius, you stay in your core values and your principles. Don't let yourself get shaken and just own who you are. And that'll all pearl off you 
like rain on Teflon. Thank you so much. Love it. <laughs> All right, young. Any other questions? Come on now. What Come about? On. Okay, who's that? Go ahead, Mary Lynn. Mary Lynn, what's up? Well, I don't have a question today. My allergies, oh my gosh, I live by an oak. I just wanted to tell you, thank you so much last week. Uh, by the end of the week, I had I had asked you a question about the flow with work. You know, do I need to buckle down or let it flow? And I let it flow. Uh, I had a record hire. So called somebody at 4.30 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They got into the dealership like 4 o'clock, uh, hired the next morning and started the day after. So you know just wanted to give you your props and now i feel like i'm in a better flow that that week was rough and and now i'm in a groove so thank you awesome why, why don't you tell people uh, how how what what i said there to help you get into that flow you know i kind of don't remember because my head is all clogged up but i know it was basically mm -hmm. um i think you said not to give it so much attention yes and Importance you know like desire. i said i've taken a zyrtec but i do remember the gist of it i remember sitting down and like I had this, I had this calmness. It was really crazy. Um, like I almost sat down and had a hair of a panic attack and then I'm like, no. And I switched something and I, I just didn't give it that much pressure. And then by the end of the day, that's what happened. So awesome. Mary Lynn, she, what she's talking about is excess potential, which is either too much importance or too much desire that you place on one thing. When you put too much desire or too much importance on one thing, you're disrupting the balanced forces of the universe and God and, and nature. So if I'm focused on something, I need, I need, I need, I must, I must, I must, I'm forgetting everything around me. I'm pushing so hard that balanced forces are trying to push on the other side to balance out what I'm doing. And you will not get what you want if you push too hard. As soon as you let go, that balanced forces comes back. You get to fit the, 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 you said you have a piece that's called, what's what I call knowing. Suddenly you knew, I don't have to worry about this because it's happening and boom, it happened. That's rare that it happens that quick. Congratulations on that. But it just goes to show you that when you try and when you ask for help, boom, there it goes. It can actually change your life in a minute, in a day, in a, in a, in a week. It's incredible. Thanks for that feedback, Marilyn. I love that. Congratulations. TM, what's up, brother? No, just saying congratulations. Uh, I mean, I, I remember her asking that question, right? So, I mean, that that's just, you know, a confirmation, right? I mean, validation to all we have to do is simply ask for help, which is yep. the hardest thing to do, Stephen. But when we do it, it, it just can catapult us, I think. Why is it hard, TM? Why is it hard, TM? I, I'm going to pull this at you I, right now. Why is it I hard? Think I, not for me, right? But I think in general, I'm speaking collectively, right? I mean, yeah. it, it's, yeah. I think it's hard for from my perspective at um because we think we have to do it alone um yep. and, and a lot of times we are trying to protect i my experience through conversations and even my own right we think we're protecting something something that doesn't even exist something that hasn't even manifested right we're trying to protect an idea um but i mean until we ask for help i mean man we, we can't get there so I'm, yeah I well why is it hard why is it hard come on you know why why is it hard i, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know, Stephen, a lot of times it's not clear, right? Where we're trying to go is it's it's not clear. We don't have a clear path. Uh, and I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I've had to navigate through that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we all have, man. We all have, brother. And that's exactly right, TM, is that most people, they don't ask for help because they don't know where the hell they're going. Right. They really don't know where they're going, right? Number one, number two is ego. Number three is embarrassment. 
Yeah, yeah. Number four is frustration. I, I can't keep asking. You know how many times I, I, I ask for help every single day, at least one time. And that could be the smallest thing from a guy here at the grocery store to calling up somebody and say, look, I need some freaking help. And I mean, like, 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 it, I would be embarrassed if I was the old me asking for help from, from the people that I'm asking. Like, I'll, I'll go to people that you, could, you can't imagine. Like, look, try and do this. How do I make this happen? Can you help me out? I'll cut you in. If not, that's cool. And some of you are probably saying, yeah, but you're at a status. And no, it's not the status at all. It's my heart and my mind aligning, knowing that this is what my path is, right? That's the key. So asking for help, a lot of people won't do it because like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, public coach. If I ask for help and someone finds out, I can't do bullshit. If you're not asking for help, I don't want to work with you because I know you're not growing. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You can't, you can't Right, TM, right. TM. I mean, you know, TM, TM and I spoke a couple weeks ago. Also, he called and said, Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? We had a little chat. He helped me. I helped him. It was great. And we both walked away winners. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? So iron sharpens iron every day. That's right, brother. That's right. And or titanium in, in, in our yeah, case. No, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> all right. So cool. Again, join the humble alpha paradigm advisory upgrade program, upgraded advisory program. If you want to get more of that. So moving right along, um, let me hear from any Justin, go ahead, brother. Just thinking about Steven, you. great session as always, my man. I was actually just thinking that consistency piece, right? Like greasing the groove. I just had a mental battle this morning. Didn't want to get up, didn't want to do my workout, but when I started moving, definitely never, ever regretted it. So what does the consistency piece mean to you? And does it doing something more consistently become easier over time? Yeah. Well, Justin, you know, you're talking my language right here, brother. And, um, I would ask you a question once I, once I get done with mine, so I'm, I'll probably forget the question. So I'll ask you now, but I'll answer, answer your question first is why didn't you want to get up? Okay. So answer that in a, se in, in a second, the routine, look, the first thing you do when you get out of therapy, when you're either PTSD, alcoholic, uh, you know, you're, you're going through drug therapy, whatever it is, what do they do? They put you in a routine, right? They put you in a routine. So you don't have time to think and be like, huh, what am I going to do now? I'm bored. Let me go, you know, whatever, drink a bottle or whatever I'm going to do, right? Go freak out, get in a fight or whatever. So they put you in a routine. They give you a structure in which you can live by so that you have a day where you can look forward to things happening as you move forward throughout the day. It's, it, it's so important. So um, if, if you get up and you have a plan for the first hour, two hours or three hours, whatever it is, that's how the rest of your day is going to go. You're going to be fi fired up. You have a foundation. You're going to be pumped and ready to go. I mean, I have, I'm looking at my notes right now from, from the other day. Um, and when I, when I, uh, cause I'm writing on, on the next page cause I, I love the notes. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking like, wow, man, I, I wrote that stuff in the morning. I wasn't going to wake yet. For me, the number one factor in the morning, the one thing that I can never, ever, ever, ever pass up, whether I'm traveling, or I'm sick or whatever it is, I need to move. I need that physical. I need it. Very rare will you not see me doing something. Even if I'm sick, I'll stay home and do some push-ups without raising my heart rate. My heart rate, I'll do some sit-ups or whatever it is. But I need to go to the gym. That's the pump. That's the start of my day. That's what gets the blood flowing. I put in my my audio book and I train in a meditative state, so to say. I come back from training. Sometimes I don't even remember, remember if I went. This is how it works. Getting easier over time, it will, but discipline will get you started, right? The habits that you start will turn into routines. Those routines will turn into your life. So it's discipline first, then habits, then routines, then, then, then it turns into your life. 
And so getting past the discipline stage is the hardest part because discipline is not sustainable in, in one thing. And then you get to the habit part, which is a constructive thing, a sort of a will. And then you get to the routine where you don't really think about it anymore. And then after that, you get to like I am, you go to the gym, you, you forgot if you were even there because you're such in flow. Sound good, Justin? Yeah, it does, man. It's, it's just a habit, right? And that motion, the reason that I always have a hard time in the morning is pain. I need a full-blown hip replacement, bone-on-bone -bone diagnosed when I was 33. So every day I wake up feeling stuck in concrete in a pretty high level of pain. But when I don't move, it gets worse. Once I start moving, yeah. it gets easier, right? So I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, well, I can feel you there, brother. My scoliosis is so bad. I'm actually going to Houston now on the 1st of May for, for four days, getting two treatments a day for three days. Uh, something so drastic to try to fix my scoliosis in my neck and everything. So I feel your pain, brother. Um, but uh, I still get up because I know there's no other way, right? We we have, Justin, you're a guy like me. You know, you take responsibility for the world around you. You you know that the impact that you have is going to change lives, create radiant value, and touch all those around you. Um, for, for, for me, that's why I always grab onto when I can't get up. And believe me, there's days where I can't get up where I don't stick a freaking knife in my neck. You know, there's days that I get up, I just had dreams of, uh, you know, of the war or losing my buddy or whatever. And I don't, the last thing I want to do is open my eyes even, you know, but I know that I'm, I'm here to serve. I know that I'm here to change the world one person at a time. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I get up in the morning, Justin. So thanks. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that out. All right. Anyone hey, else? Come morning. Good morning. Bonjour. Bonjour. Just like bonjour. I, I came in exactly when you said that I know what I'm here for. So this is the importance of this room. And you know how much I love the alignment with the soul and the body. So it all goes together. So I just want to say to everyone here in the room, if I say about Stephen that he's full of life, uplifting, inspiring, and even charming, what would you say? Hello, I'm talking uh, to you. Then. I would yes. say absolutely yes. Absolutely okay. yes. Yes, there. So the yes is mean is this is that when you hear a person and even his name, and I know and I love the importance of the names. We uh, have our names for a reason and our names bring something to us, you know, like epigenetic means going beyond the gene. The same thing is when we decide like we have this one, not like someone said about my mom is like this, I can be whatever I decide to be, same thing in whatever i'm here for a reason and my name brings something so even if i have the name of my father and, and grandfather whatsoever i can really reset everything that i had in my soul means i came here for a reason i need to get to that and know exactly what am I here for? That is why, and Stephen knows when I told him about this, he is the more aligned on these things. That is why he is doing what he's doing. And when we hear just the name or we hear him talking, he is kind of more aligned to that body and mind and soul. So I just wanted to give that testimony because it really brings these things in importance. So if we go all and check our names, why we came here in this life, and allied with that, it would be the most amazing thing we do to our lives. So thank you, Stephen, for bringing this uh, to my life because it really, you are the testimony of our always think about. We can all do it no matter what. Thank you so much, Samira. I really appreciate that. It's funny you say that about names. You know, there's there's a, a way to get into someone's um, 
soul, open up their gates to their soul. And that's by using their name, right? It's by using their name. It's the one thing that we truly own through our whole lives. We're conditioned to turn around. You could be in the middle of Times Square with 8 million people and someone screams your name. They don't, they don't even mean you. What are you going to do? You're going to turn around. Yes. Right? So we own that. Yeah. So I, I love that because so that's how important names are. All right. Brian, you were, you were unmiking. Oh, who's that now? Go ahead. Is that a hot mic or is that William? Is that you? What's up, brother? Yeah, that's me. Hey, Dave. Oh gosh, I can't. I can't even speak. I'm so happy to to listen to you today, um, as I do every day. Uh, what you said earlier is why we don't ask for help, and I'm asking for help. And uh, I'm following you simply because number one, first time I heard you, I resonated so much. But um, embarrassment uh, and humility is 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 part of why I'm reaching out for help. You know, and you can understand. Yeah. You know, I was a sergeant major at the Marine Force level, and I didn't want to ask for help because, you know, I'm a sergeant major at the force level, you know, six yeah. geographical combatant commands. I don't need this, but I do. And um, I signed up for your program. I'm all in and I'm following and I'm listening. Thank you so much, Stephen. Roger that, William. Great to have you, man. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking very soon. Love it. See that? Sergeant major, seven commands. Are you kidding me? I mean, like I, I always wanted to be a sergeant major. I, I, I never made it. I couldn't, I couldn't do the 25 year commitment or 30 year commitment, whatever it is that you need to do. If you're really good, you do it under 20, which I'm sure William did. So, um, yeah. Wow. Awesome. You hear that? How cool is that? All right. Who's Howdy. That? Good morning, Stephen. This is all right. So I heard a female and I heard Armando. Let's let's the female first and then Armando after that. Thank you. Uh, this is Tony, the tiger. Good morning. Wonderful Tony segment. The tiger. What's up? Tony? As usual. Um, I just wanted to share a perspective real quick. I had a conversation with my cousin over the holiday weekend and he grew up, um, traveling. His dad was a salesman. And, um, when he talked about raising his daughter, he talked about a lot of certainty and she's an only child and she goes to a private school and she has routine and she has like so much certainty because he didn't have it in his life. And I find it so interesting. It's not about what happens to us. It's the meaning that we attach to that. Amen. So you had a similar experience growing up, but you attached a completely different meaning to it. You attached like uncertainty means adventure and opportunity for growth. He attached um, uncertainty to mean chaos and um, difficulty something that he doesn't want for uh, his kids. And it's so it's not about what happens to us. It's the meaning we attach to it. And even as TM was talking about um, asking for help means blah, 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 you know, like whatever that internal language is and externally what we say, this means that that's what the reality that we create for ourselves. So that's just what I wanted to share. A great segment. Thank you so much. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's um, that's uh, something something worthy. What you just said right there. I love that. Putting attaching meaning to what it is. It's what we attach to it. Man, it's powerful. I love that. So Armando, what's up, brother? That makes all the difference yeah, in the world uh, to, to me. I mean, that that makes all the difference in the world. Like perspective and what you attach to it, right? Hell yeah, man. Heck yeah, brother. Thank you, Armando. Go for it. Yeah. Good morning. How's everybody? Armando. There you go. Sir, yeah. Howdy. Yeah, it's Armando Houston, Texas. Uh, I liked everything you said. Um, and yeah, I definitely know how to ask for help because uh, just wrapping up my second year in real estate and it's I've been asking for help since day one. And 
turning that help into just a thriveful business here in Houston. And it's, it's been, it's been amazing. And, uh, just, just, just get into the game and not just, uh, leaving the things that, you know, people, agents have been doing this for years and been so successful and just leave it on the table and I'll run with it and modify it to my own, uh, business here. And, and it's, it's, yeah, so I keep asking for help and I keep giving help for new agents, uh, that just came in the business that, uh, for example, two weeks ago, I held an open house at one of my awesome listings here in the East side. And I offered, you know, new agents to shadow me and what it looks like to run an open and how it looks and feels and the conversations to convert buyers into leads and all that stuff. So, and uh, side note, if you're going to be in Houston, man, hit me up. I sent you a, a message on the back channel. Oh, cool. I, cool. I live by the medical center and I've actually worked physical therapy for over 15 years. So. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I'll be at the international, the Hyatt international there. Um, the Hyatt hotel international. I know there's two, but it's the international airport hotel. It's uh, right across the street from my doctor. So wherever that is. Cool. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you need a ride or maybe we can do. All right, brother. Sounds fantastic, man. I'd love to. Thanks so much. I see my friend Jennifer Ferreira showed up here. How are you doing, Jennifer? You there? Yeah, good morning. It was a great segment as always. You know, whenever I listen to uh, what you're saying, it always is just so calming. And I love just letting go. The whole concept of, you know, not putting so much pressure on something and just letting it be and letting it go. Because at the end of the day, I always reflect back in the times in my life where I did that that's where things happened. Like I was still working and, and still doing things, but just allowing things to be. So that's what I took from the segment. Thank you so much. It was great. Awesome. Love it. And, and you know, there's a lot of credence in that. I can't say, tell you how many times a day I'm like, okay, Steven, less, 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 less desire, less importance. It doesn't mean ignore it. You can't ignore it. You have to acknowledge it, of course, but reducing that excess potential is so powerful. But Jennifer, thanks for that. It was awesome. All right, what we got? Who else we got? Candace, go for it. Awesome, thank you. It's so hard getting on this stage. Everybody's like, ah, it's amazing. You're here now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, thank you so much. Um, There's so much that you said that really landed with me. And so I'm a newly blind person. The universe has gifted me with a grand opportunity to practice let go and to not know how to do a damn thing and have to figure it all out again and to learn that I cannot do this by myself. Interdependence is the way. Not saying it's easy and my ego is having a good time with it, but the way you illustrated that just now just really um, hit me in a beautiful way that I needed to hear this morning. So as you probably hear now, my voice was vibrating. Yeah. So um, thank you so very much. Much, much love, Candace. Thank you for that. That's, that was, that was, I'm glad that you got something out of this. Wonderful, wonderful. Take it with you. Create that radiant value and give to others. It's awesome. Just be you. Love that. All right. We got a couple more minutes. We got five minutes left. Let's hear it. Somebody, something powerful. Come on, bring it. You got a problem. You got an issue. Something I can help you out with. Or you just want to chat and chime in. What about my cousin, Monica? What's up, Monica? You there? Good morning, champion. I'm just here doing my core work on the floor. Yep. Just moved cities. And uh, this is just a beautiful way to start the day. And every time you speak, it makes me think of a oh, different way to look at things. And, and that's really, I think what we do as coaches is we offer people different sets of glasses to try on. Because yep. they they tend to have the, 
the set that they were born with bolted onto their face like all of us do. So when someone comes along and helps you to put on another set, the world looks really different. It's like I remember when I was about eight years old, I got glasses for the first time and I was absolutely amazed at how I could see every leaf on the trees before <laughs> I had thought the tree. I mean, right? Does anyone in the room who's ever experienced that, you know, I mean, I remember that moment because the trees before just looked like big green blurs, but I didn't know any different because I had never had glasses before. And that's kind of what we do when we're here sharing in these rooms is, is we give people an opportunity to try on a different set of glasses and suddenly the world can look very, very different. So you are a blessing, my friend, my cousin. I love you. Love you too, cousin. Love you too. Thank you so much. All right. Winding it down. We got three minutes left. Let's bring it. Come on. Give me something powerful. Come on now. Bring it. I'm all the way over here in Hungary. Hey, Stephen. This is Ramon. Yes. Ramon, what's up, brother? Good good morning, brother. I just want to say congratulations for launching your program. And I can't figure out, is it a program for titanium people? Is it a program for steel people to get up to titanium level? level? Is it for those who want to be steel? I mean, with you and, and Justin and TM, I'm like, who's this group for, man? So congratulations. <laughs> it's going to be a great group, I know. <laughs> we are we are self-proclaimed whatever it is that, you, that makes you feel the most powerful. You can walk in there being plastic, titanium, whatever you want to be. Whatever you feel powerful as, that's what we're going to accept you as we, because we meet you where you are. That's it. Simple as that, I brother. love it. I love it. All the Everyone. best, man. Yep. All right, brother. Thank you so much. All right. Winding her down. We got time for one more. Appreciate that, brother. Um, Linnell, what's going on? My guardian angel. You there, Linnell? I am here, Stephen. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Just so everybody knows, just so everybody knows, I lean on Linnell a lot. We, we text, we text like every, you know, three days, three days a week, four days a week, five days a week. We have a call once a week. So she's my guardian angel. Go ahead. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I, I love the segment this morning, and it really is a matter of what it is that you feel you are. I think that's such an important piece. Um, you started out the segment where you asked about people being overachievers and the things that they did in order to get um, acknowledgement from the family and from mom, especially, especially with boys. Yeah. Boys very prone to the um, approval of their mother. And when we realize that we are operating from a space of the past as opposed to the right now, that's when we have our power because it's only in the moment that we are right now that we can control. So absolutely love this this um, segment. I will see you tomorrow on Zoom. Have a wonderful day. This is Linnell, your soul coach. I'll go ahead and mute myself out. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's funny you say that. There's something I saw a long time ago, and it's so true, right? So you're growing up. And you have a dad and a mom, right? So you're a boy, you want to play football. Your dad coaches you through football, helps you train, goes through the 15 years of, of school, pre, you know, what, what is it called? Preschool, school, a high school, and you're a champion. You make it to the NFL, you make your first touchdown, you go to the camera and say, hi, mom, right? <laughs> <laughs> and dad's like, I just spent 15 years training this guy and he says hi to his mom. You know, it's, 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 it's. <laughs> I love it. You, you, you ever seen that? Like everyone on, on NFL, like, hi, yeah. mom, hi, mom. It's always mom. It's, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, everybody, that's it for my session today. So if you're so inclined and you want to get something more out of your life and make more money 
uh, generate more revenue, work less, feel more fulfilled, and actually have something tangible in front of you that you can operate from and have a foundation and an operating system where you can go out and you dictate how you live your life. And it doesn't matter as long as you're an entrepreneur and you're, you're at a certain point where you know that in order to move forward, you need to dig a little deeper, um, you need to um, uh, remove some, some blockages, well then the Humble Alpha Paradigm Upgrade Advisor Program is one for you. This is the last time I'm, I'm ever going to promote it on here. It's the first time I'm doing it, but we have a group session uh, going on from the UK and America. I would love to have you join us. And you know, 80% discount. Look at the link above. Read the, read the description and drop me a line here on Clubhouse or wherever you want to drop me a line. If you want to do it on the website, and I'll take it from there. Okay, everybody, have a fantastic one. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.